ladies and gentlemen, Frederick Douglass. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham, your boasted liberty and unholy license, your national greatness, swelling vanity, your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless, your denunciations of tyrants, brass-fronted impudence, your shouts of liberty and equality, hollow mockery, your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings, with all your religious parade and solemnity are to him mere bombast, fraud, deception, impiety, and impiety. It's the pain to brain trauma, y'all ain't handling that. So they slander the propaganda when you question their answers. And dance around the truth like Sarah Huckabee's in. And what evangelicals say is hysterical. That hysteria is credible like Trump's a miracle with unbreadable laws. While LeBron's just a pawn is impeccable. Pecking order is legible, and how the hell is he so incredible, God? So I'll shut up and dribble when you shut up and drool. And when pack rats pack and gats, stop shooting up schools. Stars and stripes and crack pipes and everything in between. So is it all about freedom, yo? Because I have a dream. You are now listening to the podcast for your punk ass. So the country, 1776, is founded. But in 1879, baseball owners create the reserve clause. But they like freedom. They're popping bottles on the 4th, grilling chicken, hot dogs. But then they have the reserve clause, which basically said all players had no, could not change teams, period. Now, again, that's legally not slavery. It was abolished in 1865, but I'll be damned, that's sure close. That reserve clause, 1879. So from 1879 to 1975, in major professional sports, you had the reserve clause that restricted the mobility of a professional athlete. Well, Dave, it seems like times have changed. Because just last week on July, what was it, July 2nd? On July 1st, 2018, <laughs> LeBron James signs a four-year deal, $154 million with the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, he agreed to. He's taking his talents to Los Angeles, the city of angels. What else just happened? The franchise just doubled. I guarantee the Lakers are now worth probably $3 billion, maybe $4 billion. And like Jay-Z in his song said, Diamonds Are Forever, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Let me handle my business. Damn. That's LeBron James. But a lot of folks are going to be mad today. The LeBron haters are on fire. They, they, are, they can't stand his freedom even though in a country that talks about freedom. That's what kills me. Freedom for whom? For some people, for others, who decides? So these things are all related. Freedom, free agency. But we also know in this country, there's two types of freedom. There's white freedom and there's black freedom. Or maybe white people's perception of black freedom. Or you might say white freedom is white privilege. They can drive without a license, sleep in a Yale dorm, have a cookout in a public park, wait for a friend at Starbucks and don't buy any coffee, make bad movies and still get opportunities. They can murder nine folks in a black church, get arrested without being assaulted by the police. What's black freedom? Black freedom is limited. 
It's precarious. It can be snatched in one second by making a mistake. So we see the Founding Fathers, July 4th, 1776, loved freedom. And when they fought for freedom from the British, it wasn't partial freedom. Hey, yo, King George, I want to be free three days a week. You get the other four. Hey, mad, they wanted full freedom. So we have the Founding Fathers creating freedom for white rich guys. Not only were free, they were citizens. But the same time they had freedom for themselves, there was what, 60,000 free black folks. But they weren't really free, they had black freedom. They had to carry a paper to prove they were free. Didn't get full treatment as first class citizens, even though they were quote unquote free. But hold up, stop the presses. There is something called black freedom. And this is the freedom that white freedom can't stand. I'll give you an example, Maxine Waters, Congresswoman from LA going in on 45. In fact, she said the other day, all these death threats, if you shoot at me, you better shoot straight. Now that's some black freedom for you, isn't it? If she don't get shot. We also see black freedom in numerous other cases that challenges white freedom. Remember those time beaks when they had those race riots back in the day? It's funny, they never went after the homeless guy, the broke person. The same person they critique as a stereotype, as a criminal, they went after successful black people. Yo, let's burn down black businesses. Why? They challenged white freedom by having black freedom. The white mob couldn't stand successful black people. Now we like to think that, well, we've come a long way. We love black freedom. We love Oprah. We love magic. Yeah, some do. But we know that what LeBron did today, there are many folks waking up, they're pissed off. They're angry because of LeBron's black freedom. We know that LeBron's core, the four horsemen, now I know the original horsemen. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, gift stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, woo. But LeBron has surrounded himself with four African-American males and of course his wife too. Yeah, his wife, Savannah James. This is his core of African-American young guys who were not in the game. Look at an example, Rich Paul did not graduate from college, is his agent. Jerry Maguire, my agent, you are my ambassador of Kwan. But we see that LeBron met Rich Paul in the Akron Canton Airport. Rich Paul was selling, was selling old school authentic jerseys. I love throwbacks. So eventually, Rich Paul becomes LeBron James's agent. And people say, oh, who are you gonna hire all your friends? That's the American way. <laughs> so Rich Paul is his certified agent. Of, and it's called Clutch. Yeah. I think it's called Clutch Sports. With a K. Ben Simmons, Drew Bledsoe, JR, I don't know the score, Smith, Tristan, Kardashian, Thompson, and a few others are on that roster. Dave, check out how Shannon broke it down. Is that when they coached Pat Riley in the 80s and early 90s, and Phil in the 80s, late 80s, and, and, and 90s, and 2000s, is that teams control where players win. This is a different era. This is a different time. Players control. They like each other, say, you know what, I want to go play with you. Kevin Durant says, you know what, I want to go play with Steph Curry. See, as long as if Pat Riley and Phil Jackson can control the chess pieces, they're fine with them being on the board. But all of a sudden, that dynamic does not exist now. Imagine if Magic could talk third out of Boston. Woo! 
you and left New York to win titles with Jordan. As Shaq stayed in Orlando, it was harder to say. Yo, with Penny on the dollars, it was harder away. John Stockton left alone, all alone on the Jazz. Splash Brothers couldn't shoot, would the league even care? Cause either a quick fix or draft picks or a risk. Sometimes it's hit or miss, yo, with scores and assists. Cause LeBron, Maverick, Carter, and his man, Rich Paul, found a different way to dribble when they handle a ball. But every time we call it a business, you call it a game. Well, I'm here to bear witness the dynamics of change. So if I hear LeBron James' name one more time, in the same vein with the game's way out of line, sky's the limit, getting get and kick the rest of the curb. Like when Julius Irving and the Fish had to save Pittsburgh after Derek Fisher set the Knicks 10 years back. I bet Phil Jackson wish he had a posse like that. Now it's funny. Donald Trump, your president, as soon as he becomes president, he hires who? His daughter, Ivanka Trump. I don't know what the hell she does. She's pushing bags, like on 25th Street. Her husband, Jared Kushner, he got a job. And Donald Trump Jr., he has a job. But there's no problem with that. See, that's that white freedom. Trump is telling me to hire my people in the White House, and I'm going to double dip. I'm going to get paid on tax dollars and get paid. So why is it okay for the Trumps, that's white freedom, when LeBron James does it, black freedom, there's a problem. You see, that's the, that's the paradox. Like this nation, we love freedom, but then you had slavery. White freedom, black freedom. But we love freedom, but what type of freedom? You see what I mean? We, freedom isn't a buffet. Either you have it or you don't. This is the United States of old country buffet. This is the United States of Golden Corral. I'll have pork today, chicken tomorrow. Either you're free or you're not free. Either you're pregnant or you're not. But we have this duplicity here of freedom. So this reserve clause violates this individual's right to his freedom to what? Take his talents where you want to take them. You know this doesn't make sense. This is what happens in professional sports. It's still a business. But we love freedom, but as long as it doesn't disrupt our entertainment. So when I buy a Mickey Mantle jersey, I want to make sure it's with the Yankees for 35 years. <laughs> so if you bought LeBron James jersey last week, you're pissed off. Now you're the Lakers jersey. That's why I don't buy the jerseys. Don't you hate going to the store beach and see a cat in a Carmelo jersey from the Nuggets? He left the Nuggets years ago. What are you doing? So we see the reserve clause is anti-freedom. No bones about it. So Kurt Flood, I think I mentioned before, center fielder with the St. Louis Cardinals. In 69, the owner of the Cardinals said, you know what? We want you to go to the Philadelphia Phillies. And then the Phillies had Dick Allen. So basically it was a trade for Kurt Flood for Rich Allen. Kurt Flood said, no, what are you talking about? I don't want to go there. Let's challenge the reserve clause. So prior to that, no one challenged the reserve clause. You went on a team, either you played or you retired. No choices, but we love freedom. You know it doesn't make sense. Anyway, goes to the Supreme Court, goes to testify. Unfortunately, not one active player testified on Kurt Flood's behalf. You know why, Beeks? Because of the backlash, retaliation. They were afraid they'd lose their own jobs. It's no different. If you want to not stand for the national anthem, stay in the locker room. But when you come out, you'll be booed. No con no, no side hustle. You probably can't get a job with Uber. So it's the same thing. Now, Jackie Robinson came on behalf of uh, Kurt Flood. By then, he's retired. No one's listening to him, and that's Jackie anyway. They don't care. By then, Jackie Robinson's older. 
He gets that old age pass. You know when black folks get old, that's when they love black people like Muhammad Ali, huh? When he couldn't speak, he was a hero? I am the I got you then, I, America, but you love freedom. But when he's free to speak, you didn't want to listen. But when he's shaking and couldn't speak, oh, now you want to listen. Now he's free. Well, you're really hard on yourself now. Uh, you keep thinking the sport angle. Why don't you call me my name, man? That's what we're talking about. That's why LeBron's thing is bigger than basketball. It's bigger than just who wins championships. He's looking long-term. See, that's, that's what we're talking about. It's not just to shut up and play ball, then he's broke, living under a bridge with 17 kids. See, that's what white freedom like. That's what they're talking about. They say they feel, they don't feel sorry, you like that. It's no different when you burnt down black folks' businesses during those race riots. You don't feel no empathy, that's a win. Because it, what, fulfills the stereotypes of African-Americans. Lazy, pathological, come late. But he's going counter the stereotype. And it's driving fans crazy away from the game. That's why you love college basketball. Where they going? When you sign at Gonzaga, the coach owns you. When you sign at Ohio State, where you going? That's why you love amateur sports. You want to feel part of ownership even though you're working class. You have more in common with LeBron than you believe. Of course. Absolutely. But he's changing the game. Yeah, but they're going to say he's ungrateful, Dave, that he doesn't appreciate what he's been given. There we go, ungrateful. But Beach, you know what? I found the essay. This is what I do. Sports Illustrated 1979. Show you where the NBA was not too long ago. Did you know those games were tape delayed, the championship game? Spoiler alert, close your ears. The trophy's given out three weeks ago, but now you can watch the game on CBS with Brent Musburger, tight shorts. But the NBA became progressively black by the 70s and 80s. And then this report comes out, 80% of the players are on cocaine with no data. Then the next day, another report comes out 90%. Now you did have issues, Bernard King, and uh, Michael Ray Richardson finally banned that the re league realized as it became a black league, the black male stereotypes are in front and center. How do we sell this league to white guys? Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that now door. Now we look years later, NBA is the highest average salary, 6.2 million, even more than baseball. NFL's the lowest. You see, NFL is a straight plantation model. No guaranteed contracts. See the difference? The NBA, 6.2 million. Ratings are through the roof. Average age of the fan, 42. In baseball, average age, 57. In 20 years, what's gonna happen? Who catches young people with attention spans of half a second? No one watches games from end to end. I just wanna see highlights. Football, games are too long. CTE. I can't kneel, can't celebrate, can't do this, can't do that. Black freedom, you know we like to celebrate. Nothing wrong with that. You watch soccer, they get it in. Korean baseball, they get it in. But somehow in this country, that's white freedom. So Americans, we love freedom, but freedom from whom? We want it a particular way. Everybody's got to be the same. Look at Kawhi Leonard, I'm not Tim Duncan. I'm not playing for free. Leave you pops and Buford and San Antonio and Tony Parker snitch. I'm trying to get paid. 
I'm not Tony, I'm not David Robinson, the Admiral. I didn't go to Annapolis. And I don't care what you say about my uncle, the LeBron model, that's my people. But it's funny, when black folks are loyal, there's a problem. But we love the Sopranos. We love the Godfather. But when black folks get loyal and it works, whoa, there's a problem. When it falls in their face, oh, we love it. When it's a disaster, look at your boy. Remember uh, Ricky Williams when Master P got in the sports game and had that horrible contract? Oh, they love that one. They said that over and over again in the media. That was a big mistake. I forgot the lawyer's name, but they signed an incentive-driven contract in football. Who does that? Incentives in football? You get hurt in the first play. Yeah, but Dave, the fact that LeBron did choose Los Angeles could be a surprise to some. You remember this? The L.A. home of basketball star LeBron James was vandalized overnight. Now, police say it was a hate crime. I guess he would call it the summer home of uh, LeBron James. Very few people even knew that he had a home here. He paid $20 million for this a few years ago. It's just under 10,000 square feet. And what you're looking at is the gate to the entryway. And that is the gate that we are told that was uh, vandalized, if you will. It was spray painted with the N-word. Uh, we are told that it was uh, quite large and it almost went the extension of the gate. Uh, uh, the man who is in charge of keeping security here for Mr. Mr. Uh, LeBron James uh, painted over it before police even got here before 7 o'clock this morning, but he took a picture. So police arrived, there was no damage whatsoever, and he said, here's the photo of what I painted over. And uh, that will probably become part of a public record, but not until tomorrow. Uh, we can all, we can just tell you, because of what the police told us, that it is the N-word, and because of that, it is a hate crime. This is his home. Okay, this is his home in California. And this is a man who is, is not only an exceptional athlete, but is an extraordinary role model. He's a wonderful father. He's a wonderful husband. Um, and this is his home. This is, this is where his family chooses to live a portion of the time. And for somebody to come here and to demean it in the way that they have done um, is, is unconscionable. No matter how much money you have. No matter how many people admire you. Hold on uh, to your lily white butts. You know, being, being black in America is... Hey, listen, y'all, if you haven't noticed... It's tough. And, uh, and we got a long way to go. Um, do you really want to do this? You know, for, for us as a society and for us as African Americans until we... Y'all's ridiculous. What? Until we feel equal. But LeBron changed the game. Now he's out with magic. He learned from Michael. But what's the difference? When those two came up in the 80s, you couldn't challenge white freedom. You had to play the game. You were the first in line. That's why Michael Jordan didn't say anything about anything. He, he knew the repercussions. Look at Kurt Flood, no one said anything. So even though you have money, black freedom can still be limited. That's the point I'm making. Look, Jordan ain't stupid. All Republicans can buy sneakers, I hear them. Maggie Johnson got that smile, I get it hardworking, Lansing, Michigan, all the things that go with allegedly quote-unquote white freedom. Black folk don't work hard. We just wake up and start dunking. It's natural. We don't work. So Magic came in the right time in the 80s. But it's a new sheriff in town. His name is what? LeBron James. They're doing it differently from wearing a suit with shorts, right? An agent with no degree who sold jerseys, who worked in his dad's shop in East Cleveland. That's the hood for y'all folks. Maverick Carter, Randy Mims. I can't even find the Randy Mims on Wikipedia. That's how low key he is. His wife from grew up, 
in the, from the neighborhood, three kids, you always see him in the AU games with his kids. It's killing white freedom. They can't stand it. I know it. Driving them mad under the pretext of unfair balance. What do you care? There's unfair balance in America every day. You don't say anything. Where's the passion for that? Give us us free. Give us free. Give us us free. That's what I'm talking about. That's the challenge. I can't wait for him. I cannot wait to this season. Who cares who wins? LeBron won. It's good for these players. Now others going to do the same thing. It's called free agencies. It's called freedom. That's why you grill up them burgers on the 4th. That's why you popping firecrackers. It's all right for the founding fathers to be free from England. It's all right for them to be free and own people. It's not a problem. Once, twice, three times. But when an African-American does it with a black team, oh, there's a problem. We don't like it. He's not in jail. No opioids, no crack. He doesn't have 17,000 kids like Warren Cromani. There's no stereotypes. There's nothing to put on this record. He called your president a bum. I'm not going to the White House. I'm wearing hoodies. I can't breathe. I got scholarships in Akron. What? The list goes on and on and on. Spring Hill Entertainment, Survivor's Remorse. They got a new documentary coming out on football in, in LA or something on stars. I got House Party coming back, remake. That's how he's living. So all the folks burning jerseys, hopefully it's not today, who knows? Even look at Dan Gilbert now. He didn't write that letter this time. You see, that's that white freedom with that letter. That team stunk. <laughs> now this time he's got a retirement ceremony, right? He's apologetic. We had a good run. You see what I'm saying? But that first time with that letter, that's what we're talking about. See, black freedom. I have the right to take my towns to South Beach. White freedom, no you don't. You should be grateful. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? Yo, no more frying like a company man when you devoured the competition because you're the company's brand. Take your place among the greats, make your space in the jam. How Jordan's still selling sneakers is what you don't understand. Obscure entrepreneurs don't leave it out on the floor. There's a whole sport off the court and you can make even more. A better team, a better town, a better venue. While your man Donald Mack is smoking crack off the dollar menu. Cause one shot in moments when you're cashing that check. And you left the projects without your family in debt. Yeah, and one shot in moments when they screaming your name. Yelling MVP is the hand you will ring. Yeah, and it's one shining moment when you give what you gave. They raise your number to the rafters as you're walking away. Yeah, and it's one shining moment when they show love for your game as you accept your invitation to the Hall of Fame. Grateful for what? I did the push-ups, the sit-ups, the, 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 the calisthenics, sacrifice. What are you talking about? That's what we're talking about. This ain't no business. This ain't no partnership. It's as they say, it's business. But EPMD would say, it's business, not personal. You got the Gilbert took it personal. They never liked each other. Your boy LeBron ran up his luxury tax. He didn't care. But don't feel sorry for Gilbert. He's rich. Owns all this property in Detroit. Quicken loans. He's hustling. Don't worry about it. Don't feel sorry for him. I ain't crying one tear for Dan Gilbert. Please. Now, I know why he's crying. His franchises took a hit. Probably lost a billion dollars. See, there we go again. LeBron's making 35 million. But what did I just say? The Lakers are probably worth 3.5 billion. 
he's only gonna get 30 million. Do the math. Do the math. He's still underpaid. You know that. What about endorsement deals? You don't make that up. 1 billion, 30 million. You don't make it up. That's why you gotta get all the money you can get. Kawhi Leonard, it's all about the paper. But again, that's white freedom. It's about the money. Donald Trump even told you, I'm not showing my tax records. That's white freedom. I'm gonna say whatever I wanna say. White freedom. I'm gonna say it anyway if you how stupid it is. White freedom. Black freedom for white folks is saying stuff to make them comfortable. Smiling and cheesing. Getting along. Being civil when they uncivil. Doesn't make any sense. This is why LeBron's thing is great. I applaud his move. Keep, man, go again after year three. Who cares? I love when the system gets challenged. And all you Laker fans that hated LeBron, I know you're gonna love him now. No hate, I get it. You're not loyal to the team, you're loyal to winning. Who cares? That's what it's all about. What to the American slave is your 4th of July? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? What? That's our show for to today, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dave and Beats. And we'll bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, there would only be us. The dark brown shades of my skin Only add color to my tears Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones that rocks my soul oh, 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 oh. Looking back over my false dreams That I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh, Lord. Oh, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this well of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city. Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny, yeah, oh, Lord. Something is holding me back, uh-huh. Is it because I'm black?